destroy the human race. It's our pledge drive here on NPR, and we have a 20-minute field recording of a tumluku, which is a Bosnian instrument which can only be played when you have a pierced scrotum and three kids who have been killed by a landmine. It's unlistenable radio! Do you understand me? You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Totally listenable radio.
And good afternoon to another installment of Stereoscopic Readout here on 101.9 FM. CITR here in Vancouver, UBC Campus Radio, and the show is hosted by me, Darren. And it is your source for psychedelic music, garage rock, freak beat, acid punk, some progressive rock, and other musically and socially relevant artifacts from 1965 to today, such as what we just heard, which was or were the Chambers brothers, who really were three brothers by the last name of Chambers, hailing from Mississippi. Um, Band formed in 1963 in Los Angeles, though. And that was their biggest hit, spending five weeks at number 11 in 1968. Time has come today can also be found on well they had a an album of that name <clears throat> time has come and i think it's also on the one of the original nuggets pressings as it were anyway got an interesting show more from the point of view it's a lot of odds and ends of things that i've been meaning to do for a while but you should enjoy it i mean i'm not saying you should as in them ordering you to enjoy it but i'm banking on some enjoyment on your part for tonight's show i'm finally going to get around to doing um a look at the poppers one and only album poppers uh spelled p-a-u-p-e-r as in the prince and the pauper uh from toronto uh was a band that was people had high hopes for in 1967 but they didn't quite make it and but we're going to be listening to um some track or some selections by them and a little bit later but uh right now i'm feeling <laughs> not that you could tell it by my voice because i mean i've been up since six but uh it's there's some exuberance in the air because for me well it's it's a four-day weekend such as the glory of working union so uh here we go. The weekend begins now.
countenance pictures of colored scenes appear upon my face and the justic smoke of sense dissolves forever in its place the shadowy friends that line the walls all dream while laying down while the window tapping silhouette in rain begins to drown in the room of percussion the discussion slides as you enter through the door Foolish thoughts of ecstasy are dead But without much concern In the heart, my hopes by millions Lay twisted as they burn The crooked faces of clocks appear And die in nightmare dreams While juggling music surrounds us both And turns our thoughts to screams In the room of percussion The discussion slides as you enter the door And the one-on-bandit laughs aloud And disappears once more My God The spiders are everywhere With ruby wine and our tangled nerves Our mouths flap in despair And with tumbled words of poetry We try and prove we care But the glow-warm light of creativeness Moves out into the rain And the justice dies and disappears Its scent alone remains In the room of percussion The discussion slides as you enter through the door And the one-armed bandit laughs aloud And disappears once more
this outcry, this clamor. He creates this nightmare of noise. If it makes noise, it has some merit. He's a sonic mess, basically. The discordant mo- notes are just a hubbub, a cacophony. If it makes noise, it has some merit. He creates a disturbance because he's basically disturbed. If it makes noise, it has some merit. Basically, this is a worthless racket. The man is mentally incompetent. For the most ear-splitting forays into noise, Prague, early industrial, no wave, plunderphonic, psych, and altogether way out sound. Tune into a noise with your host Luke Meat every Wednesday from 11:30 a.m. to 1 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM. A noise, music that isn't in its right mind. How long do you
you think it'll be before I can do the show? You're starting tonight. We'll do it live! If you talk to the average teenager of today and you ask them what it is about rock and roll music that they like, the first thing they'll say is the beat, the beat, the beat. The Biltmore Cabaret at 395 Kingsway is Vancouver's newest live showroom devoted to independent music of all genres. But a lot of these groups are nothing but pure uh, carnality and uh, fleshly and so forth. But... Check out BiltmoreCabaret.com for upcoming show info and DJ nights. You're pretty happy with the way you look and the attitude you've got, are you? And we are back with Stereoscopic Readout on 101.9 FM CITR. I'm your host, Darren, and I will be here, as always, until 7.30 this evening when Bleak is in to take over. Um, with Exquisite Corpse. There we go. And it's live from Thunderbird Radio Hell, featuring Ben at 9. Oh, dear, the... Somebody's changed the front page for the CITR uh, website, so I don't know who's on tonight. Maybe Ben will uh, pop in a bit later and let me know who's playing, because uh, I know the Japan Droids are on the agenda for this month. Or maybe it was last week, I don't know. I wasn't here. Hopefully you caught last week's show, because um, I caught a bit of it, and Jason from Shake a Tail Feather was covering for me as part of the first annual CITR show swap. Um, yeah, it was kind of fun. I We had a three-way split there. Um, Jason covered my show. I covered Gary's show, Radio Free Gack, on Monday. And Gary covered Shake a Tail Feather that Friday evening. Anyway, where did we go with that last set? Started that last set off with some Pandemonium and No Presence for Me, which is a big personal favorite of mine. Actually, I got... Um, Excuse me. Had a bunch of my own personal favorites in that set. Um, followed that with the British Kaleidoscope and further reflections in the room of percussion. The Peep Show was next with Maisie. And that is... Pandemonium is, as I always tell you, available on Electric Sugar Cube Flashbacks Volume 4. I'm pretty sure it's also available on one of the Best of the Rubble compilations, but... I don't know exactly which one. Kaleidoscope. Uh, they've had their they've had their uh, debut album or their 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 debut album uh, re-released on CD a few years ago. And it's entitled Tangerine Dream. One wonders if that's where the German band got the name from. Uh, Peep Show being available on Best of the Rubble compilation or Best of the Rubble series volume one. Uh, the Boots were next with a track called Gaby, and they are from the Nuggets series. David and Light of Your Mind brought us back to Best of Rubble, Volume 1. And The Birds, um, which I believe is Ron Wood's first band. Ron Wood, Ron Wood, who ended up playing bass for the Jeff Beck group, and then guitar for... Did he play bass? No, I'm sorry, guitar for The Faces with Rod Stewart and uh, when Steve Marriott left The Small Faces. Ron Wood and Rod Stewart stepped in. Um, And then, of course, laterally of The Rolling Stones, Say Those Magic Words was the track. And ended it with Tomorrow, 
and one of the, it was one of the major songs which got me into collecting these obscure psych compilations my white bicycle anyway i did promise you something new well not really new but uh something new that i haven't played yet very much and that is the debut album actually i think it was the only album by toronto's the poppers as i just said the bone the band was formed in 1964 as the spats but they changed their name in 1965 to the poppers uh had pretty much a rough garagey sound in the early days and basically did release a bunch of singles for Red Leaf and Roman Records uh in 1965 and 1966 in 1966 they signed with Verve Folkway after a big ma- uh, management change they were originally signed um they were originally managed by Bernie Finkelstein, who uh, his other claim to fame was being Bruce Coburn's manager. But after a show at the Cafe Agogo in New York City opening for the Jefferson Airplane, where they allegedly blew the Jefferson Airplane off the stage, uh, they were very quickly snapped up by Bob Dylan's manager, Albert Grossman. Um, Albert Grossman pulled a few strings. Um, they were originally signed to MGM, but Grossman had their album come out on Verve Forecast and also got them a spot in the lineup for the Monterey Pop Festival, which was later that summer. If you've seen the video, or sorry, the, f- the film of the Monterey Pop Festival, you will notice in the beginning there's a scene of some basically hippie-looking guys getting off of an airplane and being meet, met at the airport by Lou Adler. Those are the poppers, and that is their only appearance in the film. Um, Albert Grossman, uh, there was some deal where he was allowing filming of some of his other managed acts as long as the poppers made it into the film. However, from what I hear, their, their set at Monterey was pretty bad. And as such, that was the only way that... Um, Lou Adler and uh, the other guys who were behind the film managed to live up to their contractual obligations on that. But anyway, uh, they did record an album which was released later in 1967 called Magic People. And you are going to hear side one of it right now. Um, It is kind of a... It's a very much of its time album. And by that I mean it's a very folk rock album. There are a couple of standout tracks which you'll hear on side one. Uh, and rather ironically, they both sound very similar to each other. And the rest tends to be very competently and very nicely done folk rock. But certainly it doesn't live up to the hype um, that is written on the inside cover because it's a gatefold sleeve uh, where I guess some minion at Verve... <laughs> was assigned to write a biography of the poppers and he has the audacity to write if the beatles had been from toronto instead of liverpool they'd be the poppers well i will let you judge that for yourself but in the meantime uh here is side one of magic people by the poppers
sister friend, please take my hand, lead me along, teach me your song. Ah 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 ah. Teach me to feel, see things for real. What shall I do to be just like you? Ah ah ah.
waiting for the tide of love to flow. Sorrowful were many, but still I'd rather carry on than try to make it on my own. I can't go through this thing again. I don't believe in what you're saying. Let me be. For just a little while You're promising me everything Just isn't any Because you never knew The things I stood, I stood The many times I cried It's hurting and depression And all I ask of you is let me be.
And that concludes side one of the Poppers from Toronto and their debut album, Magic People, released in 1967. Uh, unfortunately, the band really only lasted about a year after the album was released. Uh, Danny Gerard on bass was the first to leave. Um, I think in the book Before the Gold Rush, which is a kind of the story of the Toronto music scene in the 60s, it's alleged that he left due to uh, some erratic behavior due to drug problems. But um, the uh, writing was on the wall for the band anyway. Uh, drummer Skip Prokop soon seemed to become bored with the band and uh, started doing a lot of session work eventually forming in 1969 the band Lighthouse, which you probably would be familiar with if you listen to a lot of AM radio. Uh, They had a bunch of big hits in Canada in the early 70s, such as Sunny Days. But um, essentially the band was Dennis Gerard on bass, Adam Mitchell on lead guitar and vocals, Skip broke up on drums, and Chuck Beale on rhythm guitar. And there you have it, a rather, I guess, important at the time piece of Canadian musical history. Now the show, uh, which is Stereoscopic Readout, in case you're joining us, I'm your host Darren, and you're listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver CITR UBC Campus Radio. Um, We're going to take a little bit of a U-turn, a complete U-turn, doing a little bit of cleaning around my... um, my stereo i happened across my little stash of led zeppelin bootlegs on cassette from oh good god this one i'm looking at i got about 20 years ago off my friend mike hino when i was living in montreal this is i'm looking at led zeppelin live at winterland in san francisco april 26th 1969 
there is a really good recording of them playing the following night at the Fillmore West. But uh, this is the one I've got. This is fairly early. I think it's their second U.S. tour. And I'm going to play for you uh, an indication of what sort of the scene was like uh, back in the 60s. I think if you notice, there were a lot of bands which did perform original material. In fact, most bands were expected to perform original material, but there was a good tradition, I think, extending from uh, the jazz era of covering other bands' songs and not just simply doing cover bands like a cover, um, or sorry, cover versions like a cover band would today, but, you know, adapting them, reworking them, doing new arrangements and so forth, and... What I'm going to play for you now is a version of Garnet Mims' As Long As I Have You, which is pretty much a medley, and I'm not going to tell you what's in it, or what I think is in it anyway, just yet. I'll let you guess if you want to. Uh, I will apologize in advance for the crap recording quality, because uh, anybody who collects bootlegs knows that there are basically two types of live bootleg. One would be a board tape, which would essentially be the microphones on stage being fed through the board into a reel-to-reel uh, -reel tape machine and being recorded that way. Uh, I've heard some extremely good tapes. There's one of a performance by Zeppelin in Vancouver in, on March the 21st, 1970, which is widely considered to be one of the best out there of that era. Or in the case of this one, it's literally some guys in the audience with a microphone... <laughs> holding it up uh on other songs you can actually hear them talking to each other between songs or um, smoking up as it were but uh, this is i guess more of a uh i guess fulfills the more of like the musical curiosity or um yeah musical curiosity uh part of the show's format anyway but before we get to it it's ticket giveaway time. And I've got two tickets to go see on Thursday, August the 28th at Richards on Richards, The Walkman with Man Man. So the first person to call me at 604-822-2487, that is 604-UBC-CITR, will win two tickets to see The Walkman on Thursday, August the 28th. Anyway, Led Zeppelin, as long as I have you. Play. Ah, crap. Wrong one. <laughs> oh boy, just a second here. Darn it. One second. Friday morning, 10 a.m. till noon, CITR. One, two. 
And we are back to Stereoscopic Readout on 101.9 FM CITR. Okay, I have to apologize for that. I Cassette problems. For some reason, the cassette only wanted to play side A regardless of whether I turned the cassette around and played side A or B, so I still have to figure that out. 
This is the wonderful world of campus and community radio people. Um, so I, I will have that sorted out for you next week, um, if at all you're interested. <laughs> but uh, I've got something else interesting for you up right now, and that is the career of one Frank Cole. Who's Frank Cole, you may ask? Uh, Frank Cole's musical career, on record anyway, as far as I'm aware of it, started in 1967 it's not frank cole fred cole duh fred cole 1967 with the band the weeds in portland playing the spring trips festival in may of that year uh they released a single called it's your time the following year fred cole went and formed the lollipop shop in 1979 fred cole was back with the punk outfit, The Rats, and he's still at it today. You may be familiar with the band Dead Moon. I'm going to be playing some of them. And more recently, him and his wife, Tootie, are in are fronting Pierced Arrows, who played Bellingham last year around Halloween anyway. but uh, So you're going to be hearing a little bit of a retrospective on the career of Fred Cole with The Weeds, The Lollipop Shop, Dead Moon, and some Pierced Arrows, starting with, of course, The Weeds. This is It's Your Time. Nope. Try this.
with our very brief retrospective on the career of Fred Cole and incorporating the career of his wife, Mrs. Tootie Cole. Um, if you go on Wikipedia, it'll give you a uh, larger or a better, um, excuse me, overview of these Fred's uh, life story. But uh, one thing I just read here, which is absolutely hysterical, um, Fred apparently mastered all the Dead Moon material on a... Where's this? Monolathe from the 1950s that had been used for the Kingsman version of Louie Louie. So there you go. Anyway, we have five minutes left, and Bleak is waiting eagerly in the wings to start his show. Exquisite Corpse, as always happens at 7.30 on Thursdays. Um, But in the meantime, I'm going to send you off with some vintage Vancouver psych. Uh, I'm going to start things off. Oh, yes. Forgot to... um, recount all of what i just played started that off with the weeds and it's your time from 1967 that was their only release at the time the lollipop shop which was fred cole's 
next project. Really, it was just the weeds under a different name and their seminal psych punk, acid punk, call it what you will, single, You Must Be a Witch, Dead Moon, and Dead Moon Night followed that. And the last thing you heard was Fred and Tootie's newest project. With Kelly Halliburton on drums, uh, Pierced Arrows, and that was In My Brain. Uh, Tootie sings on the B-side, which is the track Caroline. Saw them in Bellingham uh, around Halloween last year, and uh, it was pretty damn good. Did They did a cover of Mr. Soul, which was really good stuff. Um, anyway, oh, and before that, look at... Fred Cole and his various musical projects uh, played you some Simon Dupree and the Big Sound with Kites and followed that with Locomotive and Mr. Armageddon in case you were wondering what those two tracks were as I was busily trying to figure out what was wrong with the cassette player and answering the phone. Anyway, I'm almost out of here. This is last track of the show. This is The Look, Vintage Vancouver Psych with In a Whirl. See you next week.